0: Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. Before we begin this episode, we would like to thank you for choosing to invest time and knowledge into yourself as a pre-PT and future physical therapist. This episode has been sponsored by our new Acceptance Navigator series, which is a free four-part video pre-PT series where we teach you exactly how to dominate as an applicant by learning the new way to PT school acceptance. Learn how to finally get into the driver's seat as a pre-PT and not leave your acceptance to chance by shooting in the dark and hoping for the best as an applicant. This series is the most value we have ever given away and it's free at www.acceptancenavigator.com. That's www.acceptancenavigator.com. Don't miss out on your chance to get in the driver's seat of your acceptance. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the podcast episode. If this is the first time that you are joining us, my name is Joseph Googie. This is Casey Coleman. We are both physical therapists. We are also the co-founders of Pre-PT Grind. We are PT school acceptance coaches. We can go down the whole list, but... The bottom line is we're here to help you get accepted into PT school. That is our job. That is what we do. And we're going to dive into what I honestly think is the biggest fear for most pre-PTs applying into PT school. Um, it's the one that we have seen more than any other. It's the one that when we ask students, man, what are you scared of? They're like this. <laughs> and that is rejection. That is rejection. So we're going to tackle that tonight. And and all we ask is, man, if this is a value to you, just share it. Share it with somebody that could use it or save it for yourself so you can listen to this again as a reminder when you do feel those moments of fear start to, to creep in where you're scared of being rejected or being, you know, not being able to pass the GRE. Man, I'm scared of this. Man, listen, like we're here to make sure y'all are good. But Casey, before we start, man, how you feeling? I'm
1: feeling good. I'm feeling good. Today I scheduled three telehealth patients for next Ooh. week. So we're going to see how that goes. They all seem excited. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll, it should be pretty easy. I did a few, I did a good enough amount of practice runs and tests. So yeah, I'm feeling confident.
0: So it should be fun. should be fun. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's dive in. Is it cool if we dive in? <laughs> like, is it cool if we dive in? How many of you have had that fear creep in? Like fear of, man, like I just, like I have this funny feeling that, I could put all my eggs into this basket and it just not work out. I have this funny feeling that, man, like now because I can't do my hours because of COVID-19, because now, you know, I, you know, I can't go to clinics and things like that. I feel like, like, like this year, my rejection percentage is actually going up Or or, or I'm at least scared. I'm scared that somehow I'm just going to get lost in the mix and, and I just won't get accepted into PT school. I'm, I'm scared of rejection. Like, how many of you all are scared of rejection? Like, y'all, it can be for anything. Shoot, I'm, I'm scared of rejection with people, for, for crying out loud. But what we want to do tonight is, for, for those of you that, that have a fear of rejection, and more specifically, students who feel crippled by it. Because it's, it's one thing to fear it. Like we all have different fears, but it's another thing to be crippled by it. And and when we're like spending a lot of time stressed and, and anxious about, man, like I'm just so scared about rejection that it has me paralyzed. If that is you, then, then we want to help you get unparalyzed today. Is that cool? Like we want to help you get unparalyzed. So, so we want to make sure that y'all are good. So what we want to do is we want to share four key points, four key points. And Casey and I are going to go back and forth and just break them down. That will be extremely, extremely key and important to help you really start navigating through your rejection or your fear of rejection. Because as a pre-PT man, our goal is to make sure that every single one of you gets accepted into PT school, that this beautiful profession that you guys have fallen in love with becomes a dream of yours and a reality of yours. But what I don't want to happen is I don't want the fears that you guys have, the fear of rejection, to navigate and dictate what happens for the next few months if you're applying in 2020. Or for the next year, if you're applying in 2021. So let's dive in, Casey. But the first point is asking yourself, like, what am I really afraid of? What am I really afraid of? Because when we're talking about rejection, like the the real question, this is really one I've had to ask myself. It's like, like, what am I really afraid of? Is it rejection itself? Or is it the side effects of rejection? Like, Casey, am I really afraid of rejection? Or am I afraid of the side effects of rejection? Am I afraid of, you know, being judged by my family? Like, am I afraid of looking like a failure? Am I, you know, afraid of being behind everyone else who is applying? Like, will I be the only one, you know, in my friend group without a job? Like, maybe all my friends have started their jobs. Maybe they, you know, maybe they are students already. Am am I going to be the only one left behind? We have to ask ourselves first because the honest truth is this, whether it's fear of rejection, whether it's anxiety, all these big things that just cripple us, Man, the real thing is we, we have to break it up. We have to start visiting. Like, what is it that we're actually scared of? Because what happens is when you do that, you actually put yourself in a position of power as a pre-PT. You put yourself in a position of power. But what happens is, is as pre-PTs, man, I can remember it like when I was a pre-PT. Casey remembers it when he was a pre-PT, I'm sure. And, and he's Casey shared his story of getting rejected. Like the first time he applied, he did not get into PT school. We start asking ourselves, man, like what is it that I'm really scared of, man? like because i'm looking at it man joseph i'm scared of getting rejected into PT school internally what is it that's really terrifying you ask yourself that because we have to start there like if we can address that then what happens is now they did it this fear that's crippling you isn't as empowered like like it's not as powerful if i'm scared of being judged by my family i gotta start realizing first of all my family might not understand my dream maybe they won't be disappointed maybe they won't judge me maybe it's just me creating it And, and even if they do so what? It's gonna happen with something else. Start addressing it. And if it's people that are close to me, why like why does it matter so much to me? Is it because I look up to that person? And if you know if I disappoint them, I look up to them. It might be a parent, it might be an uncle. You gotta start asking yourself, I go even deeper sometimes. Sometimes what I do is I'm like, okay, if I value that person's opinion so much, let's say they'll judge me on it. Like maybe, maybe I'm scared of my father's judgment or my uncle's judgment or my auntie's judgment or whatever, right? Now the question I have to ask myself is. Why do they see it as a bad thing for me to get it rejected? Maybe they had never gone into college. So, so now I have to start seeing it from their standpoint so that I can empathize with them. Because all of a sudden, it's not this massive thing where I'm like, oh man, it's the end of the world. It's like, no, like, like, Auntie sees it that way because of that. That's her experience. It won't necessarily be mine. I won't let it dictate me. But, but what is it that you're really afraid of? Because once you can, like, once you can visit that, man, game changes casey what would you say man for that first point especially after having gone through that process yourself yeah the first
1: thing i would say is you're gonna feel it no matter how hard we try to not especially when it first happens that first impact is real so you can't it's hard to it's hard to move away from it it's hard to dodge it if it's like a huge like football player or a crowd of bulls like just ramming at you you can't do anything you're like a deer in the headlights like oh my gosh what why, why didn't they like me? Was it something I said? Should I have filled my essay out differently? Should I have filled out my PTCAS application differently? Oh, if I had only applied one day earlier, would I have been accepted? You're gonna go through that. I don't know if you wanna call it grief or I don't know, it's probably not grief, but whatever you wanna call it, you're gonna go through it. But after that, you have to start asking yourself the questions that Joseph was asking. When I had to go through this, I was living in a nightmare, meaning like a false reality. Not necessarily a false reality that uh, rejection wasn't real, but the nightmare and the false reality that it was going to happen again and it was inevitable that it was going to happen again. And a lot of us, a lot of pre-PTs are really living in that, whether you've gone through it before or you're just so scared that you don't want to go through it in the future. Mm. That you're replaying this thing over and over again in your head like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get rejected when it didn't even happen yet. It might not even happen, or it might not even happen in the future if you got rejected in the past, it might not even happen again. But so many times, we're just laying in the bed or daydreaming at work or at home, whatever that is like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get rejected, oh my gosh, it's gonna happen, and we're just replaying something that's not even real wow. in our head, like these false scenarios, and it's just driving us crazy. It's just driving us crazy. And what happens is, like the caption says, we're letting it rule our life when our life. And the dream world, I guess the nightmare world in our case of rejection, isn't the same thing. You got it. But are you like, are you trying to make it the same thing? Because that's what it seems like. Because that's all we think about. That's all we focus on. Oh, my gosh, my biggest fear. I'm going to get rejected. Well, I mean, do you want it to happen? Because that's what it seems like. So if we pivot a little bit, kind of like what you were saying, and focus on all the great things that can happen, it might make your life, your pre-PT life, just a little bit easier, just a little less anxiety filled going forward. That's probably what you need to, to go from like a mediocre essay to a great essay or a horrible observation hour experience to a great one or a, a B in a class to an A. If you're not constantly dreaming about some false nightmare that's not even going to happen, you can pay attention in class and get an A.
0: Then the rejection won't happen
1: because you're not letting it rule your life. So that's my little thing on on the first one
0: what else we got? i love it i love it point number two y'all write this down one rejection is not a projection of future failures one rejection is not a projection of future failures man listen take this for where you are in your journey i know that at, like, close to half of the students that follow us maybe even a little more have been rejected before half to a little bit more than that of the students that you know follow us on our platforms ha- have been rejected before it might have been one cycle it might have been two cycles Seen as many as four or five or six cycles, like years in a row. Maybe it was last cycle. And what happens is we start to carry with us like our past rejections as as a predictor of what's gonna happen again. Rejections and failures, I guess, you know, like because if I fail my, my my GRE, I'm like, well, I guess that determines that I'm not smart enough. Man, listen, if you're looking at past rejections, whether it's whether it's academic or not, understand that one rejection is not a projection of future failures. There is no such a thing. As a snowball effect, if you don't let there be. But if you don't understand this part, then then it's very easy for you to start like telling yourself, man, well, didn't happen the last time. So I guess that's a predictor of it happening again. And that's just not true. I want you to hear that. If that is you, like for that second point, you're like, yo, I needed to hear that, man. I want you to hear that because it's exhausting to try to like, now you're having to like work harder to avoid what, but no, like it doesn't define anything. And the mistake that we make is when we assume that it does.
1: Yeah, I think that like, let's take me for example, and so many other people on our podcast or so many people that have followed us and gotten in after rejections, right? Myself and the other people that you've heard on the podcast are proof that you can get past this rejection. In other words, going back to the nightmare situation, myself and the other people who have been rejected before, then accepted are your worst nightmare. But your worst nightmare is now a student physical therapist. And in my case, I am now a physical therapist. So your worst case scenario ended up being your best case scenario. Hmm. So back to Joseph's first point, what are you really scared of? Does it suck being rejected? Absolutely, of course. I can tell you that a thousand percent. But I am your worst nightmare and I'm still a licensed physical therapist. The 150 something podcast we have with a bunch of people's stories they are your worst nightmare then they eventually got accepted Hmm. they lived through it they got through it and now they are where you want to be so not only is your past rejections proof but i'm proof and all the other people who have gone through what you either gone through or what you don't want to go through is also proof wow so (laughs) i am your worst nightmare and i'm still a pt so if you can if i can get past that if I am your worst fear and I'm still what you want it to be, nobody can touch you. A rejection can't touch you. Uh, an advisor telling you you're not good enough can't touch you. Uh, a rejection can't touch you. Your family or your friends saying you should try something else can't touch you. Because I, I went through it. I'm your worst nightmare. And so many other people are. And they're still where you want to be. So that's your proof for mm. your second point. That's your proof. Mm. You, you can do it.
0: Mm. it. Yeah. You better preach. You better preach Let's go to number three. I want you guys to write this down somewhere, whether on a sticky note, whether on your phone. This is going to be one that's going to be important to look back on as a pre PT and be like to remind yourself, man, like this doesn't define me, right? So, this is the sentence I want you guys to write down. This rejection does not mean that I am insert feeling. So, there's there's a blank here, and that feeling could be like, you know, not capable or whatever. So, this rejection does not mean that I am insert feeling it makes this insert opportunity a wrong fit for me right now so when you guys are looking back and you're saying man like those rejections that that i had before what if they just weren't a right fit at that time like like i think sometimes we're like oh man i'm not that. okay yeah like w- this isn't talk to you guys about getting better grades and stuff no 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 like right now i just want you to understand like maybe at that time Maybe it just was not, maybe it just wasn't the right fit right then and there. Y'all listen, <laughs> man, for example, we have students that have been, you know, rejected, you know, whether it's the two schools, three schools, five schools or whatever. And the honest truth is they looked back and they're like, whoa, the programs I was even applying to, they were not me. It was low key a blessing in disguise for me not to be there. Maybe the wrong fit was the fact that they themselves were not the version that they needed to be in order to actually become the person they were going to become as a physical therapist have y'all ever considered the fact that a lot of the moments of rejection because i think we look at rejection so negatively and and the problem is like and here's what i want y'all to really get a lot of the past rejections we've had we carry them with us and we carry this stigma and then we're, we're always saying man i don't want to get rejected so i gotta like make sure everything's perfect and then, man we create so much added stress and anxiety man listen. Listen, if you've gotten rejected in the past, maybe it was a wrong fit for you. Maybe it was a wrong fit for you because you hadn't grown enough as the version of you that had to be there. Maybe it was a wrong fit for you because of the school. Shoot, like maybe it was just a good ridden situation. It's like a past relationship. Maybe that was just the wrong fit for you. And now you're with the person of your dreams. Now it feels great that you're with this person. But back then it did not. It's the same thing with rejection with PT programs. And your journey as a pre-physical therapy student, your journey is to say, man, what do I need to do as a student to make sure that I am putting myself in the best position to welcome the opportunity that is meant for me? That's your job. Your job isn't to avoid rejection. Your job is to say, am I maximizing on making sure that I'm doing everything in my power to prepare myself for the school that is right for me, for the opportunity that is right for me? The students that do that win every time. The students that do that are not wasting all their energy saying, oh, man, I'm not going to get in. Oh, my goodness. Maybe 2021 is the year. Oh, my goodness. COVID-19 raised my anxiety even more. Maybe I should just, like, pull the plug. Oh, my gosh. Maybe I should just go be an athletic trainer instead of being a physical therapist. Oh, my goodness. Wait, should I just be a PTA instead? (gasps) I don't know. Fear of rejection. Y'all, like, we look at this so, like, we're looking at it so backwards. I want y'all to hear this, man. We look at it so backwards. Your job is not to avoid rejection. I want y'all to write it down and actually see it. My job is not to avoid rejection. As a pre-PT, man, if y'all were getting into PT school, understand this. Like, my job is not to avoid rejection. My job is to make sure that I am doing everything in my power, whether that means academically, whether that means working on myself, whether that means filtering out the people I'm around, everything in my power to set myself up to be in the best position to receive the opportunity, the blessing, I guess you could call it, or, you know, whatever it is that is meant for me. Now, if y'all don't understand what I just told you, here's what ends up happening. Your opportunity for a specific program that you were meant to be in could actually slip you by this next cycle because you didn't take the time to detach yourself from the fear of rejection and just focus on what you had to do. So you spent so much time freaking out about what could go wrong that you actually did nothing. You were given all this time during COVID-19 to, you know, actually work and, and do things at home and actually get direction and clarity and all this other stuff. But you said, you know what? I'm going to do it by myself. But you said, you know what? Netflix, Netflix, because I need something to just kind of like get my mind to just silence. And then what happens is now application cycle opens up and all this rush of anxiety and stress flows through you. And now you're just like, oh, my gosh, oh PTK. <sighs> we see it every single year. And then students are like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. No, you're just spending too much time stressed about your rejection. Man, like, please, it's not about avoiding rejection. The more you focus on avoiding rejection, the higher your chances of getting rejected. (laughs) (laughs) But the honest truth is also understanding the fact that, like, man, if I apply to five schools this cycle, four of the wrong schools reject me and one of the right schools accepts me, then everything worked out the way it was supposed to. When Casey was rejected the first cycle, man, like, Casey's expressed how frustrated he was. But Casey, did it work out the way it was supposed to? It did. Maybe pre-PT grind would look totally different if it didn't happen. Who knows, exactly. What if Casey going through that was important for, like, he just had pre-PT grind. Like, y'all appreciate pre-PT grind somewhat. I don't know. What if him not getting rejected, y'all don't know this story. Here's, here's when Casey and I started working together on the pre-PT journey, like on coaching pre-PTs. This is when Casey and I started working together. And then y'all, if you guys have heard the story, cool. If you haven't, most of y'all have not. I reached out to Casey to start working with me to help coach pre-PTs on our campus right after he had gotten rejected. Casey, you know that, right? hmm Yeah. It was right after Casey got rejected. Do you know why, y'all? I actually did it. Well, I did it for two reasons. One, Casey was coming from a different career. He was, he was going to be a, you know, a pharmacist. And so, so I was like, okay, he has, that, you know, he has that perspective. But at the same time, I was like, man, like, I, I want them to see it in action. Like, What does it actually look like to rebuild? And he showed them, like he did it in real time (laughs) and got accepted the next year. His name might have not popped into my head had he gotten accepted into PT school. So Casey and I thus are not working together. And honestly, the the way pre-PT grad came online was because Casey presented it. This program would have died at our university after graduating PT school. So would y'all say, man, Casey, this is going to sound bad, but would y'all say you're grateful that Casey got rejected from PT school? It's crazy, but it's true. Yo, it's, it's like, it's my point. It's crazy. But in the moment, it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like that. Man. Casey, what are your thoughts on that, bro? Fuck, Fine. Fuck you. You know, venting and all that stuff. No,
1: no, <laughs> no, 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 you're right. Kind of what Joseph was saying, or all the people we helped to get into PT school, whether programs or not, maybe that was their blessing. My suffering, I guess, whatever, in the time was their blessing. So two stories I want to share about that specifically. One is about that. The other one is more so can get your button gear and get accepted. The first one is about a farmer, his son, and the farmer's neighbor. So basically a farmer has this horse, the horse runs away, then the neighbor comes along like, "Oh my gosh, your horse ran away. That's the worst thing ever right. The farmer's like, "Uh, ah, I don't know. We'll see." Then the next day the horse comes back with like five other horses. Now the farmer can go and till the land and make five times the amount of food. But however, now the five horses eat up all the food he was supposed to sell. Now the neighbor comes by and is like, oh my gosh, that's the worst thing ever, right? Then the farmer's like, well, I don't know, maybe. Then the next thing, the son, the farmer's son hops on one of the horses. The horses runs around, kicks him off, breaks the son's uh, leg. Now the son can't work to till the land to get the food sold and make some money, right? So the neighbor comes along and is like, oh my gosh, that's the worst thing ever, right? The farmer's like, eh, I don't know, maybe, we'll see. Then the next day, The army comes along because they're going to war and they're trying to recruit his son to go to war. But his son can't because his leg is broken. However, that war, that town or that community lost 90 percent of the young men going to war. So are all those events bad? Did they suck Hmm. in the moment? Yeah, absolutely. But if they didn't happen, his son probably would have died. Wow. Same thing with my situation that we were just talking about in Pre-PT Grind. Who knows what this would look like? I have no idea. Did it suck in the moment? Yeah. But is it different now? Yes. So for all of you, who knows who's waiting for you out there? I had no idea you guys even existed. Who do you know that doesn't exist out there that's waiting for you? So that's the first thing. So maybe your fear of, or maybe your rejection, if you had it happen already, is happening for you, not to you. And maybe your current fear of rejection is happening for you and not to you. Have you ever thought of it like that? It didn't, I didn't think about that until Pre-PT oh. Grind happened. Huh. I haven't. I really haven't. Maybe all of this fear, one, if it didn't happen before, maybe the fear is happening for you and not to you. And maybe the rejection, if, it, if, it, if you've gone through it already, is happening for you and not to you. So you got two guys whose car breaks down on the side of the road, flat tire, whatever. So person A is stuck in the car, and they're like, oh, my gosh. Does, the, doesn't this car know that I have to go somewhere? That I got this important business meeting. Then he pounds on the steering wheel. He curses the car out. He does nothing. He curses at the people going by, like, oh my gosh, don't they know my car is broken down? Why is nobody helping me? But the second person, person B, the same thing happens. You know, they get a flat tire. They're on the side of the road. They hit the car too. They hit the steering wheel, like, oh my gosh, this sucks. This is horrible. But they get out the car and they start pushing. They start pushing. They start pushing. Then somebody else sees them driving by. They stop the car. They help them start pushing. So they're pushing, they're pushing for another five minutes. Two other people come by, they start pushing. Another person comes by, now they got five people pushing the car and that car is already at the gas station, pumping up gas, getting a new tire and it's on their way to their business meeting on time. However, that person A is still sitting in the car, cursing everybody out because they got a flat tire and they did nothing about it. Wow. So now that we know rejection might be happening for us or fear of rejection, if it hasn't happened to you, it's happening for us. Which person are you going to be now, whether if you got rejected or you haven't got rejected? Are you going to be the person who is already on their way to the gas station to get help from pre-BT grind? Or are you going to be the person stuck on the road, you know, yelling at themselves, cursing everybody, every other pre-BT out, all their competition out saying, why aren't they helping me? Don't they know I'm struggling? Hmm. Which one are you going to be? Because the person at the gas station is about to get accepted. But your fear of rejection is now about to come true because you're still at the side of the and I'm telling you this because I was like both people. Mm. I was both people. So which one are you gonna be? The person at the gas station or the person at the side of the road? But first we have to make sure we do everything that, all the points that Joseph was talking about before. Because it's, it's, it's easy to stay in the car. It's not easy to get out and start pushing. But I think now that you got through all those points, I think the person who's getting out the car is the person who went through all this stuff or the person who's about to get accepted has gone through all these points and have conquered their fear of rejection and now realize it's happening for them, not to them. So just two stories to think about. I don't know where those stories came from. One I heard from the second one, I heard from Jason capital. The first yeah. one, I don't know where I heard it from somebody and I'm sure they've got it from some old wise man somewhere, but take it run with it. Cause it helps me a lot. And I'm sure it'll
0: help you. Mm. Man. <laughs> yeah, okay, We could just end it right there, but we do have one more point and it actually goes off. of What case just said. The last point is, That we have to also understand that, man, conquering, and Casey said it, conquering past and future rejections builds, or at least it should build, belief, not doubt. So I actually remember one of my good friends, and I've talked about Ariana's story. And for those of y'all that have never heard Ariana's story, she's a student of ours, part of our coaching program, The Accepted System. And she had gotten rejected two years in a row, had pretty much done all the things that her advisor had told her to do. Like by the second time, she literally killed it. She took a whole bunch of classes, all the things that were typically told, this is all you have to do. And she actually still got rejected again. And she was like, man, what else do I do? And I remember, you know, obviously getting on the phone with her, you know, we coached her and she got accepted into PT school and all that stuff. But, you know, I've told that part before. The part I want you guys to hear today is the day she got accepted. I was actually at the clinic. <laughs> the, the day she got accepted into the PT school, you know, she, she, she gave me a phone call. Typically, people don't call me unless it's an emergency so I was like either something good or something bad has happened and so um so I asked one of my PTAs hey can you please finish this treatment whatever I stepped outside of the clinic and I was like Ariana I hope this is what it is and she was like excited she's like I got in I got accepted into PT school it's crazy and, and this was after this was her third time getting accepted after two years of rejection with that cycle being um, like man Her fear of rejection was through the roof that year again because she was looking back at the past two times. She was like, man, like I've worked hard before. I'm not a chump. Like I didn't just like, I I didn't just wake up and go apply and then go back to sleep. No, like I worked my tail off before. So what if it doesn't happen again? And so the moment she got accepted, there's some things she changed. But we're talking about rejection. The moment she got accepted, here's what I told her. I, I remember this conversation clear as day. It was dark. I, it was like late. Was, I think it was my last hour in the clinic. But I remember telling, her, I was like, Ariana, I want you to remember everything you've experienced over the last two years. First of all, do you feel like any of it was a mistake? She was like, honestly, right now, everything just feels amazing. She was on cloud that. I was like, no, 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 but do you feel like any of it was a mistake? And she was like, honestly, like it. she, she said it in a few words. We said, no, not really. But it felt like a mistake the previous cycle and the first cycle. But what I also told is I was like, Ariana, listen, I want you to remember this day when you start PT school. Because PT school ain't no walk in the park. But I want you to remember it when you're a physical therapy student. I want you to remember this when when you become a physical therapist. And I want you to look back and use this as proof. Use this as proof. Use this as proof that you can still handle whatever your next big thing is whether it's getting rejected from your first job, use this as proof. Because I think what happens is we forget like what our worth really is. And we start getting lost. Remember, we were talking about in the earlier points, like not getting lost, not applying like through the eyes of rejection, but applying through the eyes of like, what can I do to be at my best? Right. And we broke that down a little bit. But but for her, I was like, yo, like use it as proof. And for you, if you guys are afraid of rejection, can y'all start looking at your past, please? Can y'all start looking at some proof at the things that you've been able to navigate through? Maybe it's a semester that you were like, yo, all I don't even know. Man, like I had to retake that doggone chemistry class, but I finally got a B plus or an A. Use that as proof. Start using all those things as proof because what it's going to do is it's going to create belief. The reason why we're so scared of rejection is because we don't have enough belief that we're actually going to do the things that we need. to, Or we don't have the belief that if we even do the things that we think are right, that will actually come out on top. And another thing is also realizing that, man, like, I honestly feel that p- people are called into what they do, right? Like, if you feel like physical therapy is your calling or some people say it's like it's what I'm passionate about, however you describe it. Man, if this is what you want to do, th- then you're in the right place. Like, do not let anybody else dictate that for you. If you got somebody else saying, you should be a nurse, you should be this, this you're like, no, nah, I want to be a physical therapist. Well, then you're in the like right profession. So that alone should be confirmation that you're going to be all right. We just got to keep you on this train long enough for you to actually realize your dream. For Ariana, we just had to keep her on the train long enough for her to finally realize her dream. If y'all talk to her now, she'll probably, she's be like, man, I mean, PT school probably rough, but like, like she, she will tell you, man, like I am still within my passion. Despite the rejections, we had Andrew Rioveros who had talked about four cycles, four cycles that he did not get into PT school. And he'll tell you, those of you sucked in the moment. But he has to start looking for proof elsewhere, man. So the last point is conquering past and future rejections like should build your belief, not doubt. But if you keep looking forward at the thing that hasn't happened yet, you convince yourself that because you've had a few failures, or because you've had a few, you know, stumbling blocks, or because you've had a few rejections in the past that now it's just guaranteed that you're just not gonna get man, like listen, understand that what's for you is for you. Your job is to like live one. If we gotta get clarity, if we have to do all the other things to to make sure you're a good applicant, yeah, like let's make sure that happens. And that's when you should be reaching out to us and going to, you know, go to contactfreeptgrand.com and be like, yo, guys, I need help. Cool. But the honest truth is, like, you can only do that when you stop living in the shadow of this massive fear of rejection. Does that make sense? Does that make sense, y'all? Casey, what are your points on that, brother? No, just just make it
1: not about yourself because there's someone out there waiting for you. So if you keep that in mind. This is going to be much bigger. And this all this stuff going on right now is going to have a much different meaning. So you pretty much hit it right on the head. That, and, and that was it. It's going to take work. It's not going to be easy, but this is the hard work that needs to be done for you guys to live out your dreams and to get accepted in the PT
0: school. I love it. I love it, man. Well, that's it, y'all. That's all we got. <laughs> man, if that was helpful, please share this with somebody else that is also struggling with rejection because that is a common fear for a lot of us pre-PTs. Much love to every single one of y'all. Bye. What is up, guys? You've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind podcast, where we
1: don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow And that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you can take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast, and tell your friends about pre Grind. We would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.